On this episode of the Ugly Truth About Business podcast, I have a great conversation with Sean Adams of the Heroic Voice Academy, and they're a family of coaches and trainers who help global impact leaders amplify their heroic voices, and we had an amazing time. Check it out. Get ready. Ready. All right. For your wake-up call. Wake up! He promises to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and the ugly truth. It's your life and business strategist, Steve, Steve Harris. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Ugly Truth About Business podcast. Um, I am super, super duper stoked. Um, I've got an amazing guest all the way from the USA. His name is Sean Adams. What's up, Sean? Howdy, Steve. How you doing, man? Fantastic. Thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. Super stoked to have you. Happy to do it, man. Excited about the topic, man. Alrighty, so let's get into this, man. So first off, you know, tell everyone who you are and how you've been holding up, particularly during COVID, man. How have you been holding up? I'm doing all right. I mean, I'm used to working from home anyway. I've always been our tech guy for Heroic Voice. So I'm used to sitting behind a computer all day long anyway. So that reality hasn't changed that much for me. Uh, the wife works for the sheriff's department, so she, she's okay. essential. So we have to be super uh, intentional about if we go out and when we go out and being right. overly cautious about how to take care of ourselves. Uh, but it, beyond that, um, things are, I mean, we're fine. We're doing okay. Money, um, business wise, money is a little different this way. Um, luckily we've got the wife's salary coming in, so we're not stressed on that end either. So overall we're holding up fine. We're healthy, happy, family's healthy and happy. Uh, most of our friends are healthy and happy. The few that have been sick have recovered. So that's good. We're actually doing well. That's that's really good to hear. Super stoked to yeah. hear. Thanks All for right. asking. So so as you know, the world has totally flipped on its head. Um, a lot of people just pretty much are finding this incredibly difficult. Um, so what would you say, um, you know, to encourage folk out there to just keep on going because. As we know, COVID is just all over the place and most people aren't dealing very well. Depression, anxiety, um, in your opinion, how, you know, what should we say uh, to encourage people in these times? I mean, I look at it as more of an opportunity than a crisis, especially for our business. Uh, we basically said, all right, you know what, this is what's, what the reality is. We're going to spend this time, this month, this two month, whatever time frame it is, uh, building up a lot of reputation and support. Uh, we, we take an approach that in every conversation you're going to have, in every interaction you're going to have, you're either going after money, support, or reputation. Um, okay. And money is the hardest right now. People aren't looking to spend money. I mean, we're talking with some, you know, Fortune 500 companies who have their budget for training on hold. And we're like, you know what, that's fine. We're still going to work with you. So if we can build that reputation, letting people know who we are, what we do, um, understanding that we're really good at what we do, and then support, finding folks like you and other people that we just get to chat, have a chance to have a conversation with, learn from, right. um, and let you, people know like, hey, like Steve's got this great podcast, Sean's got this great program right. where we can help people learn to communicate. Like that connection, that support, building partners really makes a difference. And so uh, not stressing about the do the bottom line, but understanding that people want to learn and people want to connect with people and when you do that really effectively this is a really great time for building off that absolutely uh, well said um but i was thinking about something i don't know if you've ever gotten this uh from people who say well you know this isn't the time to sell you know thought leaders you know why don't you just do things for free do you get that i do and it's funny i, I also have um, a lot of folks that i know that are in the internet marketing online training platform world 
and they're actually killing it. Like the folks who have online classes are doing really well right now. If you, if you've got quality content at a, at a at a fair cost, right. people are eating it up right now because people are like, well, I'm home. I'm going to better myself. Absolutely. This is that chance to move forward. So I don't think it's a time to say I don't. I'm not going to sell at all. But if you don't have easy, accessible product from home, right? Um, like a lot of our clients, we were training folks for stages, TEDx stages, South by Southwest stages, major stages. That's not happening right now. Yeah. And so for us, you know, we're still training them, we're still preparing them because that's going to all come back. Uh, but the new influx of folks looking for that. No, but what are we doing? We're training people for town hall meetings. How do you run a town hall meeting virtually over a Zoom? Like that's a hard thing for a lot of people to learn to do. Let's get you ready for that. So it's it's learning to pivot while still staying authentic to who you are and what it is that your unique expertise is. Right. That's, you know, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, but let me ask you this. How do we handle information overload? So everyone is going live. I mean, if you go on Instagram, everyone is live, Facebook is live, and it can be pretty daunting or exhausting uh, for the customers where they're like, you know what, there's so many options and I could just get drowned. How do we, you know, what do we do in that, in, the, in that case? So, so one, as, as business folks have a plan, what is it that you're actually going to be talking about and making a, a, a an, an intentional plan over time? Like right. if you don't just go live off the cuff every time, because people are going to be like, well, what's it going to talk about now? But if you knew like every Monday I'm going to get on, I'm going to go live for a half hour and talk about, you know, how to connect with people. And every Tuesday we're going to talk about how to figure out what your, the foundation of every conversation is. And Wednesday, and you have an intentional plan and you just give tidbits of learning. And that's the other thing that people miss when they go live. Right. It's just kind of stream of conscious random rambling. You've got to make sure people walk out of there with some either actionable item or something that they can put away mentally that is right. a game changer for them. So give value. Don't just go live to be seen, but give value to make sure people, and once again, it's that reputation and support. Mm -hmm. Wow. I want to, I want to tune into this person because the last two times I've seen him, it's been really valuable. I want to tune into her because every time she goes live, I take a nugget I need. So I want to watch when she's going live instead of just going live for the heck of it. Absolutely. Cause, cause that's what happens. Um, you know how it is because the, uh, the barrier to entry to thought leadership is so low or literally non-existent. If you have a cell phone, voila, you're a thought leader. Um, so sometimes people get drowned and carried in the currents of knowing exactly what value is. But like you said, um, it's knowing, um, trying to build a reputation, offer support. And also it's also about the bottom line, but enough said, um, you have a very interesting journey and you're doing a lot of great things with heroic voice, right? Um, could you tell us about that? And, and how did you know that that was what you wanted to do with your life? So I've always been an educator. I was in higher education for about 10 years, uh, both on the faculty and administrative side. So I was a faculty, I was a professor. Uh, and I put air quotes cause I didn't have the title and anybody in higher ed understands why I do that. Uh, but so I've always been a teacher. I've always been a trainer. I've been in personal development world for 10 years. I've been on stages training people, uh, over 10,000 people on five different continents. It's, it's from five to 5,000 in the room. You just, have you been, so, have you been, been to my world. Yet? Say again. Have you been to Africa yet? I have not. That's that's the one of the continents that isn't on that list of five. That's my one. That's on we my short list to get to. We'll fix that. We'll fix that. Awesome. I got to check off those continents. That's that's yeah. that's a goal. That's one of my goals is to say I've trained on all on stage on all continents. So, um, 
but so that was always my thing. And then my my co-founder, my partner in Heroic Voice, he was came from the tech side. Right. So he was an engineer for a startup and he, he got into that world of, of training people on their product. And so he's got the tech, like the startup tech world mindset. I've got the teacher trainer mindset. Right. We're both NLP certified. We're both life coach certified. We're both, I mean, we, we can go to the certifications, but so we took all that stuff together and said, what's missing. And what's missing is that ability to communicate, right? You can have the greatest product in the planet, but if you can't communicate it to the right people in the right way, it's not going to be effective. Uh, you could be the, the other side of that is you could be the most shy, ineffective speaker, but you can learn how to be effective communicator right. so that you can change your world. So that's kind of how it all came about was all of our strengths, all of our superpowers. And we realized this is that area that so desperately needed our help. Right. So like, that's the sweet spot of what you, what you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, there's a concept out there called the blue ocean, yeah. um, blue ocean, red ocean. And so red ocean is where all the sharks live and right. there's all the blood in the water. Cause that's where every business is trying to live. And the key is to find your blue ocean, yeah. that area where there's not so many other sharks floating around so that you can stand out. And so that's our, what we call our blue ocean. True. Um, you know, being a communication person myself, um, and you know how we, we subconsciously do this. Uh, so you're constantly pitting yourself against somebody else and seeing how well do they communicate? How well don't they communicate? Um, what would you say is the biggest hangup of leaders and entrepreneurs when it comes to communication? You're too much information. I like that. They try to give so much information that it's information overwhelmed to their audience. That's number one is too much information. Right. We always teach people, think about it like you're giving a short pop quiz at the end of your conversation, your presentation people should be able to get 100% on it. Whatever the three main points you want them to walk away with, that's what you make sure you're, you focus in on. So too much information is number one. Number two, not having a clear understanding of your audience. Right. We, believe, we teach a thing called the connection triangle, and part of that is connecting to your audience. You have to know who's in the room, and you have to know kind of, you have to understand where they're at, getting an understanding of, of creating rapport with them, understanding what's going on with them, and then by three, so we've got too much information. We have not understanding your audience. And the third one, and this is the one that I, it astounds me that people never think about. What's the actual outcome that you're trying to get out of the conversation? Because most of the time people like, they'll go up and they'll share all this information. Yeah. And then there's no, like, you know, you're in the marketing world, you know, it's the call to action. What's going to happen? Absolutely. Most people don't think about like, what's the call to action? Or they think, well, I've got to close the deal. You know right. what? 90% of my conversations are never money. True. Never money. They're building support, building reputation to eventually lead to the money conversation. Absolutely. And so, so those are the three biggest that I see often. That's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. So talk about some of the most amazing highlights you've encountered in your career. Yeah. So, so one of my favorites is we had, we were working with this woman, woman who had um, was told she was going to be anchoring a TEDx. Right. Um, and it was one of the 15 minute anchor TEDx talks. It was one of the bigger TEDx kind of programs. Right. And she knew as the anchor, she had to be memorable. She, yeah. she had to close it. Her reputation was all, like the entire TEDx was really going to ride on how well she delivered. So she worked with us and we call it getting in the gym, our practice, right. practicing your, your, we call them conversations. If you haven't noticed, I don't like the P word of presentation because conversation means you're in it's a two-way conversation that right. you're interacting with the audience. Yeah. Presentation means you just talk at them and yeah, talking absolutely. At them. 
So she got in the gym and she worked at it and she worked really hard and she nailed it. And she's over four and I think she's over four and a half million views on YouTube now. Whoa. But what came from that is then she got booked to be anchoring South by Southwest, which is a massive amazing. conference. And so she went from a local TEDx to South by Southwest because of the reputation she got for how well she delivered her presentation, her conversation. And so to me, that's a huge piece of it is it, that was a victory, victory to us. Wasn't how well her business accelerated from that. Right. We, that was great. And she's doing really well, but it was because it now made her the premier expert. Now every major conference is going after her because she worked hard for that one conversation. That's amazing. Um, let me just quickly ask you, why aren't most communicators memorable? I'm asking for a friend. I'm asking yeah, yeah. for <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Um, yeah, that's great. Um, so the first one is that they don't bother connecting to their audience. Right. They, don't, they don't create that rapport. They don't create um, connection. And, and when we talk connection, connection isn't just intellectual. It's got to be coming from the heart as well. So you've got to connect with your audience intellectually and emotionally. So it might be sharing story, understanding where they're at, helping them like realize, like, I know you're like, you asked about COVID. It's a great opening way to rapport right. with your audience who's watching this because everyone's dealing with COVID. So that's a really great opening question. Thank you. Because now your audience is like, you know what? I'm dealing with this too. Yeah. Let, I, I, I want to listen more because you're dealing with problems I'm dealing with. Your right. entire podcast is about that. But then you can tell a really touching story about like, like I'm always may let people know that my friends and family are safe because that's always the question in back of people's minds. But now emotionally they're like, Oh good. He cares about his family. Right now I'm emotionally connected to your audience. So that's the first piece is that they, they don't take the time to connect to the audience. The second side of it. And we talked about this a little bit is connecting with your message. Right. A lot of times people aren't clear what the message is. They don't know what they want to actually say. That's the let's go live and ramble. Like you want to be to the point and clear and concise because it helps you be seen as an expert. So people like, oh, this guy intellectually gets it. And then we always have people participate. So we're always asking questions. Yeah. This is why I love getting on podcasts because I get to add, interact with you. It's right. not just me talking. It's you asking questions and we're feeding off each other. And the, the planned questions may not be the questions we talk about because <laughs> we went in a direction that way. Yes. But that means we're interacting and we're connected and the message is going to be better. Right. And then your understanding or your audience understands what I'm talking about is connecting the audience to the message. Those are the three keys. And that's why most people aren't effective communicators. They're not thinking about the audience. They're not really doing what they need to, to be experts at connecting to their message. And the one everyone forgets about is that the audience actually has to relate to the message. Absolutely. So you've got to bring them in through engagement and things like that as well. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Right. Um, Another thing that I was thinking about, you know, the title of the podcast is The Ugly Truth About Business. So I was trying to figure out from you, are there any ugly truths that you found out, you know, um, running your business that no one ever told you from the get-go? Care to share? Sure. A couple that pop into my head. One, for the amount of time you think it's going to take to get to be profitable and like pay your bills and be the double it. Right. Two, for the <laughs> amount of money you think it's going to cost to get to the point where you want to be, double it. Right. <laughs> and three, and this is the one, it's fascinating me, people rush to build their team. Word. And the one team member that they re usually fail to bring in, which is the single most important team member to bring in, is the salesperson. 
Absolutely. They're going to bring in their coaches and their marketing team and their social media expert and the person who's going to build their website and all of those, but they never have the person who's literally out there bringing in money. Right. You've got it. And, and if anybody wants to be an entrepreneur and wants to start their own business, and I think you should, if you've got the, if you've got the gumption for it, because yeah. it's, it's a hard road. It's, this, it's a rough slug. It's not, uh, we always joke about the 10 years to become an overnight success. Absolutely. Uh, like you've got to put in the time, the energy and effort. And if you can't take rejection, don't get into being an entrepreneur, but you've got to learn to be able to sell. You have to do the sales conversations and you have to learn to be able to do it because that is the thing that makes business success, business successful. You could have the greatest product. You could have the greatest organization. You could have the greatest team. If no one selling your business will not survive. So right. know who's going to be in charge of that piece and make sure they're good at it. Let, let me, let me just jump on something that you, you said, because I'm thinking about a lot of entrepreneurs here um, in, in Nigeria. Um, and, and for us, many times, the hardest part is that is breaking the ice. So as an expert communicator that you are, what would you say is a very easy way to just, you know, break the ice so that you can segue into that sales conversation um, as it is? Yeah, when we teach people how to kind of introduce them to so folks, part of the reason that they struggle is they think they have to try to close the deal in that first conversation. Right. One of the most important lessons I've learned from my copywriting mentors is the, the, the first line of copy has one purpose and only one purpose. And people, when I ask that, I ask people like, so what's that one purpose? And I'll hear like, get their attention right. or be that's fair. What, like, gonna, in fairness, that's what I was going to say. Yep. <laughs> and that's fair. And, and I, I'm glad you went there because that's where most people go. Right. Here's the ugly truth of copywriting. The entire purpose of the first sentence is to get them to read the second sentence. Wow. That's it. That's it. It's not supposed to sell your company. It's not supposed to make them fall in love with you. It's right. supposed to get them to read the second sentence. So when you're in a conversation with somebody for that first time, mm -hmm. the entire purpose of that first conversation is to get a second conversation. Absolutely. It's not to get them to be your client. It's not to close a deal. It's not to get them to refer you to the million dollar contract. It's to get to a second conversation. Right. And the best way to do that is in that first conversation, people talk about what the product is or how great it is. And all, they don't know. People want to know the answer to three questions. Where are you going? What do you stand for? And can I count on you? Right. So the first one about where do you, where are you going is about your vision. Five years from now, how is the world different because of what you're doing right now as a company? Mm -hmm. So if you can give them a snapshot of the future, five years, three years, one, one year away, like for us, we want every single person that walks off a stage knowing they nailed it every time, confident that they achieved what they wanted from every conversation they have. That's our goal for the entire planet. That's why we do what we do. So the values are then like, what do you stand for? One, practice. We believe in practice. You're not going to get anywhere without practice. Two, it's all about um, preparation, knowing the right way to do things. And I'll, But that's the idea is like, you know what I stand for. I'm going to make you practice. If you don't want to practice, don't work with us. That's right. the reality of it. So if I go in and I'm introduce somebody and it's like, hey, I'm Sean from Heroic Voice. We are committed to making sure everybody leaves, steps off stage feeling confident. They achieved what they want. We're going to do that through practice and um, preparation and having the right information and learning to connect with people. And every step of the way, we're there with you because we believe in a thing. 
in Hawaii, it's called Ohana. It's the, it's the family that you choose. When you work with us, you become our Ohana. We right. support you like we would support our family. And so if I, that was my introduction, now you want to learn more. I, even, all, I, I said our company once. Yeah. I never said we were a communications company, but you probably inferred that. So all those things that people try to do, we don't, buy, we don't teach that. Right. Vision, where are you going? Values, what do you stand for? Vows, how can I count on you? Right. Answer that in your introduction and people want to learn more. I mean, I, I, think, I think we've nailed it like right there. Sussing, clear, absolutely off the chain. But I want to ask you, um, you know, business is never, you know, like you said, if you're thinking about the time you're going to succeed, double it. If you're thinking about the time you're going to make the money, double it. Do you have any regrets concerning what, you're, what you've been doing over the last couple of years? But more importantly, what's that one thing that you think has made the biggest difference um, in your business? So a biggest regret I have as a entrepreneur was not learning sales techniques earlier. Right. Um, I, 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 it took me too long to get around to sales and I had a couple businesses fail because of that, because right. I didn't do sales well enough. So learning sales or making sure you have a person on your team who's very good at sales. And the biggest lesson I learned in the world of sales is getting to know quickly. People try too hard to turn people they know will never be a client into a yeah. client. Yeah. If you know they're not going to be a client, move on. Don't waste your energy. Chase the people who are interested in what you want instead of trying to convert everyone into somebody who's interested in your want. So that was my biggest. I think you need to say that, that line again, because that's, that's like a tweetable, right? You need to say that again. So it's get to know quickly. Yeah. If you, and, and this is the reason why we, I mean, if somebody doesn't agree with your vision, it's a no. Right. Uh, we had, we had a former baseball player who wanted to set, give us a six figure check to help him go back out in the speaking world. And we asked, so what do you want to do? What's the change? Like, What's the purpose of your speaking? What kind of change do you want to create by going out there? He's like, oh, I don't really care. I just want to be able to use my thing to make more money. We said, great. Here are three other companies you can work with. Your vision and our vision don't align. Right. That check would be nice. And he was right. I mean, he had the checkbook out. We're like, we don't want to work with you because that's not what we do. Absolutely. And so getting to know quickly. And, and because we stood our ground, he actually referred us to other people. When he that one, so it wasn't like so we may have missed out on a check that would have been lovely at the time, right. but it meant we knew what we stood for and we were able to we we were a stronger company for it. So that would that that sales and being able to say no quickly to people who are not in alignment with you is a powerful powerful lesson to learn. Right. Um, and the second part of your question was like big successes, things yes. that we're so happiest about. Yeah. Uh, for us, it's it's. Let's see, what's the easiest way to phrase this? It's knowing that no matter what the situation is that people are going through, one of our, we, we have a message blueprint, types of conversations that you have based on situations. Right. We are yet to find a situation where one of our messages doesn't help. Um, like right now, COVID's huge. All the people are having what we're calling town hall meetings where, hey, yep. this is what's going on in the world. We have a specific five deck slide deck five image deck that you put together to be able to effectively deliver your town hall that's amazing and, it, and so for us that was our biggest victory is knowing like i don't care what you throw at us we can help you if right. you're committed to practicing at it i think i think that's fantastic i think that's fantastic and what you do with um, heroic voice um is absolutely spot on so i mean we've come pretty much to the end of the podcast I don't know. Is there anything, you know, where can people connect with you? Because I'm sure that by the time our subscribers listen to this, they're going to be like, we want more of Sean Adams. Can you please 
Give us some more. So where can we find you? Where, where can we connect with you? The easiest thing is, and right now because of COVID and because we're in this place where we want to build report, rapport, reputation, support, that kind of thing, uh, just come to one of our free events. We're doing two to three to five free events a week right awesome. now where we're doing hour, hour and a half long trainings. Uh, so if you just go to heroicvoice.com front slash events, you'll see our events calendar. We just want people to, to understand that they can learn to do this so they can handle whatever situation might come up for them. So that's what works for us. So right. uh, yeah, heroicvoice.com front slash events is, is the easiest way to kind of get started and let us work with you to get you to where you want to be. On that note, thank you, Sean. You are a blessing and a half. Uh, and thank you for being a part of the ugly truth about business. We should, you know, um, I owe you. I owe you one, maybe not just one. I think I owe you more than that, but yeah. <laughs> no worries, Steve. I was just thrilled to be on here. I love, I love the topic. I love you. I think you're fabulous at doing this. The way you talk with folks is great. Your questions are fabulous. Um, like I said, I loved your opening question because it builds that rapport. So you're spot on and keep doing what you're doing. And if I can be of any other assistance to you, man, just reach out. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Ugly Truth About Business podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please take a moment to subscribe, share it with a friend, and most importantly, leave a review and let people know that this is the podcast that they should be listening to on the internet. Thank you.